My name is Scott Chaloner and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on a very sunny spring day here in the capital and I'm delighted to say that to add even more brightness to affairs this morning, joining us on the show is Gillian Everall, Managing Director of Everfair Tax. Everfair is a tax consultancy firm headquartered in London and based also in neighbouring Surrey as well. Um, Gillian, very warm welcome to yourself this morning and by all means, thanks ever so much for your time and joining us on the show. Oh, not a problem at all, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's an immense pleasure, Gillian. Now, um, you launched Everfair Tax as your own business in 2014 now, so eight years ago, um, of course. Um, did you always realise sort of early on in your career that sort of going into business for yourself was going to be the way forward for you? Absolutely not, I have to say. It was the furthest thing from my mind and almost one of the last things um, I ended up doing. And it, it it really sort of stemmed from wanting to change things up a bit after 20 years um, working um, for larger organisations in the city, sort of taking a long, hard look at life and what I wanted and sort of having a eureka moment almost where I said, I just, there's got to be a slightly different way um, for, for me to work and me to sort of manage my work-life balance um, and the idea really grew from there if I'm honest. Yeah it certainly seems so and um, I can imagine that obviously even though you sort of took some real kind of positive and kind of almost negative elements from sort of the experience of you know establishing yourself within sort of the big four firms and working in the top 10 consultancy companies as well in the city you probably learned quite a lot that sort of helped you on your way to establishing your own business so would you say that that's the case that those experiences really set you up well for the challenge? Oh, absolutely. And um, it gave me lots of experiences of interacting with different um, members of, of senior members of the organisations that I worked with um, and sort of from, from them what looking after a team within a business was really about. Yeah, exactly. And looking after a team and sort of building that kind of culture around you is one of the key sort of elements um, of leadership. And I suppose that's something that's been sort of mentally tested over the uh, the last couple of years, isn't it, with the sort of COVID-19 challenge and how our working practices sort of had to change during that period. So sort of from an operational and from a leadership perspective, how was it sort of guiding your business through that as a, a real sort of immense challenge? Yeah, it really, it really was, um, and and really more from a team leadership, team cohesion, um, and maintaining productivity and positivity within the team through something none of us had any experience of, and we everyone was in a position where they were learning as they were going, and the situation was evolving, and really no one could ever predict um, where where we were and where we've ended up now, if I'm honest. So it was about the important, the biggest lessons, I guess, were about the power of communication and um, the power of transparency and um, the power of mutual trust and respect, I guess. 
yeah, it certainly makes sense from my perspective. And we have sort of learned an awful lot in terms of sort of the culture side of things, haven't we, about sort of how we can adjust our leadership styles to cope with new working practices, sort of how kind of the importance of well-being has been significantly amplified within the workplace um, as well. And given that we are so much more aware of that, I just wanted to sort of hone in on that just a little bit more. Um, when it comes to sort of mental health, uh, Gillian, um, how just important is it to sort of safeguard not only that of your employees in a leadership role, but also that of yourself as well? Because when you're in the thick of crisis management in particular, it can be quite easy to sort of get sucked into that and not take a step back as and when you need to as well. And I suppose sort of when it comes to mental health, especially, you've got to kind of lead by example and really kind of be that beacon, haven't you? So it is important to sort of safeguard your own, isn't it? Oh, incredibly. Um, one of you know one of the messages that that's resonated loud and clear um, for me is if you don't look after yourself, how can you look after and support the people that you lead? You've got to be in a position in yourself to to do that. Um, and yes, that was incredibly important. Just being honest within yourself and and having um that mechanism where you could recognize whatever that looked like depending on the business on the team and that mechanism for saying okay i'm not doing i'm not doing great today i need to nip this in the bud i need to sort of sit back reflect and understand how i can get myself back to where i want to be and and take take the appropriate steps and it, it was just having that almost agreed outlet whatever that looked like that allowed you to continue to do that yeah exactly right um, it just shows the value of communication in those times uh, doesn't it i think it is incredibly important to obviously speak up when things aren't quite right um but also as a leader to be able to kind of spot the cues as well when something's not quite right within know uh, your workforce as well and i suppose when we've had to adjust to sort of communicating through screens at times over the last couple of years it can sort of be really really harder to sort of spot those cues can't it so it's taken a real change of approach sort of from all of us in leadership positions hasn't it and but i think even though it's been a challenge I think the lessons that we've learned from that sort of as we sort of venture back into sort of the offices or sort of delve into now new hybrid working practices, we're going to learn an awful lot from that as leaders, aren't we, moving forward? And I think it's going to make us more resilient and even more stronger for the experience. And I suppose there is therefore a positive kind of come out of the situation on the whole, despite all of the tragedy, isn't there? Wholeheartedly, I think we've come out um, with a more cohesive team um, a team who's I'd like to think um, and it's certainly the message that we're getting feel respected, appreciated listened to um, because that's, that's been vital um, to get through the last two years, understanding that there's no one size fits all respecting people's individuality and mm. um, the way the fact that the way people will be feeling about the situation at any one time is going to be incredibly different um, and that has to be taken into account um, and planned for accordingly um, conversations needed needs to be had and, and time needs to be given um, to make sure that you understand exactly what's going on with people. Mm. Um, and, and where their heads are at because that's 
the way that you can support them best and you know we we've taken a sounding amongst the team at every step in the way we've come back to the office environment we've listened to what they're looking for we've listened to what their concerns are and we've built our plan accordingly and and hopefully and um, that's going to put us in a really strong place going forward mm, absolutely absolutely and uh obviously during the pandemic and sort of in kind of the normal running of any kind of business really in normal times let's say um i suppose as somebody at the top of the business you're the one that everybody looks to for sort of answers for inspiration but when you're sort of that person at the top of the tree um both sort of in times of crisis and also in normal times i've touched on um where is it that you sort of seek your own inspiration from and what is it that sort of motivates you to kind of get out of bed and sort of go into work every morning would you say a number of things and um, it's by creating and um, in terms of where do I get my inspiration and um, it's from everyday life and um, people I meet along the way provide a lot of inspiration and I'm fortunate in the job that I do I meet a lot of incredible people on a regular basis our clients have some incredible stories to tell and and that provides an awful lot of inspiration and 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 sort of creates a, a wish to emulate some of, of the really positive things that they've been able to achieve and and in terms of what gets me out of bed in the morning well that's just the prospect of creating an environment for the team and our clients that is one that they appreciate and I'm learning the lessons um, that I've had throughout my career and and taking the positives um, of every place I've ever been and trying to put them together and create the best place to work and also um, the best, most proactive, supportive um, place for our clients that that we can be um, and that that's really enough um, if I'm honest. Absolutely and what you just kind of told me there Gillian sort of really reinforces the idea to me especially that even though you know we may sort of be well established in business we might be running our own successful companies we're never necessarily a finished product are we we're always meeting new people we're always having new experiences and we're always in a constant state of learning new things so I think one of the key pieces of advice sort of for any maybe younger listener tuning into this podcast that may sort of be of the entrepreneurial mindset and may want to start their own business or go into a startup of their own like it's just be open-minded and be willing to learn isn't it it's one of the best pieces of advice that you can give that you're never ever a finished product absolutely and you never will be and every day needs to be a learning experience and you need to embrace that learning experience and and you need to realize it's okay to make mistakes and you will and actually those are some of the best learning lessons you ever can and it's also the power of listening um, and the power of taking advice and not being afraid um, to seek external support and advice because this is not an easy job and um, running your own business and you make it easier by appreciating that 
you will need other people around you to make a success of it. Businesses are built effectively on teams, not on individuals. Um, so it's about finding your support network, finding your team, um, and as you say, being open-minded um, and really understanding the importance of listening. Yeah, I think it was Nelson Mandela who once said, didn't he, the key thing is to surround yourself with people who are sort of better than you are. And that's so, so applicable to businesses and said, and um, it's one of the best things that you can do when you're starting out, when you're building your team, make sure that you've got people in there who are good at the things that you're sort of kind of less good at in a sense. But also don't be afraid of surrounding yourself with people that have that sort of what you might feel as superior knowledge at times, because like I say, you might be the leader, but you can still be learning from your team and also vice versa. Oh, absolutely. One of the first things that I realised was it was important not to actually to know what I was good at, but to understand and get to grips with what I wasn't good at. And as you say, plug those gaps with those with complementary skill sets and, and draw on those skill sets and, and learn from those people. And, and that's, that's how what success looks like exactly right and it seems to have worked incredibly well for your own business so a fair tax over the uh, the years and hopefully that's going to be the case moving forward into the uh, the future and with regards to the future Gillian I do want to talk a little bit about that just before we wrap up on the uh, the show yeah. today um obviously you know we're out of covid but there's like I say there's a lot of raucous about the uh, the current cost of living crisis for various different uh, reasons with inflation uh, rising in the uh, the UK and indeed globally um, but what's on the horizon for your business in this kind of new environment that we're seeing? And what really um, do you sort of see yourselves doing at least over this uh, sort of new year to sort of really set yourself on the way? Our plans for uh, the, the coming 12 months are really to focus on team development and team growth, making the best of the people that we have. And, and really growing um, the experience and the skills of our people internally. Um, we're looking for, uh, or will certainly be looking for, um, graduate school leaders, you know, enterprising young individuals to come <clears throat> join the team and, and start their career um, with us and, and watch them grow and develop as tax advisors and um, is what's really exciting about the coming six to 12 months and um, raising raising awareness and of, amongst our referral network and amongst um, the clients that we have of the full range of, of our skill set um, and really just promoting the services that we offer and, and growing our continuing to grow our client base. Yeah, it must feel incredible, mustn't it? Like not just, of course, growing as a business, but also just inspiring and teaching that next generation that are going to be sort of really pushing the industry forward. You must get an incredible amount of sort of satisfaction from that. Absolutely. And um, that's where the biggest satisfaction comes for me. I'm in watching people achieve what they're capable of and knowing that you've had a part to play in their success as well. Exactly right, sort of nurturing that next generation of potential. I think that's very, very important indeed. And 
I think as well as we do start to sort of see some of those plans really come to fruition, Gillian, as well over the year, the next year and beyond that, I'd relish the opportunity actually to welcome you back onto the show just to see how things are ticking over within the business and hopefully there'll be some real successes to share by that point. It would be a pleasure, Scott. Maybe my pleasure as well, Gillian. I've thoroughly enjoyed having you on the show with us today. It's been wonderful um, hearing from you. And uh, by all means as well, do take care and do stay safe with all that's still going on in the world at the moment too. And you too. It was an immense pleasure welcoming Gillian Everall from Everfair Tax Consulting Limited onto today's programme. And I do hope that everybody tuning in thoroughly enjoyed the interview today. Um, for anybody listening who may run their own business or organisation which you feel might have its own story of success and innovation to share with us here at the Leaders' Council, then by all means, we also want to hear from you. So why not apply to be on the programme yourself via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Um, until next time, to all of our regular listeners, you've been listening to the Leaders' Council podcast with your host, Scott Chaloner. Do take care and goodbye. <laughs>